everyone, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Unlimited Abundance with your host, myself, Paulina Baragova. I am so happy to be back with you. I always make this joke, but it feels weird to reintroduce myself, but because I feel like I know you guys, but so many new people are listening to the podcast. If it's your first time listening, genuinely welcome. If you've been listening for years or for a little bit, then welcome back. Uh, we are here for a brand new season. The first episode of the newest season was last week. So if you haven't listened to that, it's a great episode. I talk about eclipse season and maybe some of the changes you may have been expecting, ex- expecting, um, experience experiencing in the past week or two weeks maybe even now I'm going to dive really I dive really deep into that in that episode as well as I talk about kind of the feminine awakening and my take on it and some deeper thoughts and I kind of talk about how I'm doing a little bit of a different structure to these podcasts now whereas before I feel like it was very much one topic focused like very deep into one topic now I kind of want it to be a half and half kind of experience and what I mean by that is half the time or a beginning of the time, just kind of give you like an energy update. Um, the things I'm noticing with a lot of my clients recently, I've opened up a lot of new spots for one-to-one sessions. I really didn't have many new spots open. I had a lot of my existing clients and Recently, I've had this big pull to work privately with people again. So if you've ever wanted to work with me one-on-one, we work via Zoom. Um, And maybe if you're in the LA area, I could potentially rank something, but usually via Zoom 95% of the time. Um, And I've opened up more spots and it's been really rewarding. I just had this deep call to work one-to-one again with people and more people. In 2020, I was fully booked for like a long, long, long time because most of my clients would continue working with me. And as we went into 2021 and 2022, I did a lot of stuff. I was creating courses and retreats. And so I was kind of, I pulled back a little bit on the one-to-one and only kept um, a small percentage of my clients. And now I've opened new spots. Um, And it's kind of given me a really cool insight into seeing just greater themes in the collective because, you know, my clients are from all over the world, US, Canada, Italy, Germany, everywhere you could possibly imagine, Bali, Thailand, like all, all over. And so, and all different ages, different, every, you know, completely different um, demographics, should I say. And I see a lot of people experiencing very similar things. And so it's really cool because I feel like it kind of gives me an, an extra added insight into the collective energy, aside from what I myself pick up on, right? Which I guess in a way could be biased. I feel like usually it's not, but it's good to have um, like other data and other people's experiences just to kind of like paint a larger picture. And then obviously I want to have a topic at hand. And today we are going to talk about kind of it's it's such like a I feel like the most my favorite topics to talk about are so like difficult to put into one sentence but essentially the energy of receiving and why it is difficult for women to get into their feminine energy because there's a huge 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 reason why and I feel like it's not talked about enough and um, I just kind of want to talk about what that reason is and how to kind of overcome that and what I've experienced and what I do with my clients and some tips that you can begin applying in your life today that's been a big focus for me recently is I really want to in my content just kind of always give things that you can already start doing of course, right, the most immersive experiences I was going to say usually are when you dive super deep or, you know, take a course or when I work privately with someone, but I always want to give things that you can just start doing right away as well, not just kind of give a teaser. I want to be able to, be able to provide things that you can start seeing a shift tangibly in your life right away. So 
Let's hop on in. So right now we are in Taurus season. I personally love Taurus season because it really does a variety of things for us. Um, Taurus, right, is ruled by Venus. So it has a really beautiful energy. I love Venusian energy. Venus rules beauty, art, romance, love, um, as well as Taurus is very much symbolic of the material realm. I think when people think of Taurus, they think of luxury, you know, (laughs) Taurus energy, like owning real estate, that kind of vibe. But Taurus is also very much about security and creating security. So it's, of course, about all those finer things in life, but it also has this really powerful energy of reminding us to do and create foundations that make us feel safe. So you might begin to notice that you're called to create foundations in your life to make you feel safe, whatever that is, right? And or like, for example, you might be like, oh, I'm going to Usually I go to, I don't, you might just start noticing that you prioritize things differently. So maybe if you sometimes spend money on, on like drinks with friends or something, you might be like, mm, you know, I'm going to start putting that away towards something else or towards something that's going to like serve me more in my personal growth or just save it or things like that. You'll begin making those kinds of shifts as well as you'll most likely feel this kind of desire to kind of like reconnect in the physical realms. And what I mean by that is if you're someone like I experienced this a lot in the past, who's very much like in their upper chakras. So like daydreaming, channeling, you're very much, you feel very connected to your higher self. You feel very much like connected, but it can sometimes be difficult for you to feel grounded. Then you will have a strong desire, strong pull to begin to kind of like reconnect with the daily experience. And what I mean by that is like, for example, yesterday, my husband and I, we went and had an affogato by the beach and then went for a walk and, you know, walked near the sand it's like very sensorial, right? Like the smell, the taste, like the views, like it regrounds you to this physical reality. For me, I I know how I make this joke. Like I have an office at home and so much of the time, you know, I can technically do most of my work outside of private client sessions, which that's why I schedule them on specific days because I value your privacy. So I, I always hold those pretty much in my, in my office. Uh, but a lot of my other work, you know, I can do from anywhere. And I was just like noticing that I would get in this pattern of always working from my office. Maybe some of you guys who work remote or hybrid, um, or even entrepreneurs, you've experienced this too. And you start feeling like almost like very disconnected from the world that almost just like being in a cafe around people just like reminds you that like reality is happening it's very much easy, especially in my opinion, I feel like especially if you're intelligent already and you kind of have a tendency to overthink things because it's very common with intelligent people because they want to look at everything from every angle. I've noticed this in myself and with a lot of my clients who are very type A. Because you're intelligent, you can like see the potential of a lot of things and you want to like prevent any issues so you kind of like overthink um and then the second layer is like being kind of isolated from society it's like being in your own space too much then like you are way more prone to overthink and to like really extend like to over dramatize your own kind of personal experience so for example you might be going through like a problem or an issue quote unquote in your life or something you perceive as that And if you're like in community and you talk about the issue, it doesn't feel maybe as big. You feel like you have support. It feels like, yeah, I'm going through this experience, but it doesn't feel like this overwhelming, all-consuming kind of thing. But if you're just by yourself and then on top of that, you're also overthinking and you're disconnected from like people, you will, it will feel like it's like you're like in a drama, like you're like in an HBO Max show. It's very overwhelming. Um, Something that I recommend when I'm working with a private client who's going through some kind of period of depression or after like a really, something really intense life event where they've 
gained a lot of inward momentum so kind of not wanting to be around people really just like isolating and yeah basically like it's a very kind of like sedative energy the number one thing I have them do which I know is very uncomfortable and I had one of my mentors do this to me years ago is every day that they need to have movement ideally outside and go be in a social setting for 30 minutes to an hour so ideally this is like a hot girl walk 101 because you're walking so your movement you're in nature and to go somewhere where you're around people what this does is it literally will rewire your brain So if you've been in a funk or you've been feeling uninspired or even depressed or whatever it may be, or you want to like reignite energy and like feel reconnected with every day for ideally first thing in the morning or at some point in the morning, right? Being movement, sunshine slash nature. I know obviously it depends where you live and connection with people and it can literally it doesn't have to be like anything crazy because some people are like what do you mean connection with people just going to a cafe going to like a dog park right like i have to be careful saying that word around my dog um but essentially anywhere where it reconnects you with the social setting because that signals to your brain like i'm in community again and we are so biologically hardwired to be in community and now i feel like um this is like my this might be a little bit of a conspiracy theory to some people but i feel like there's a huge desire to like disconnect people or to form like trauma bond communities in society rather than like genuine communities but i think so many more people i think it's going to continue our coming together in community because they're finding people who are like-minded like i have chills saying like i feel like people are not kind of going in clusters like for example a really cool like for me a good example this in my personal life is like um divinity like i have a monthly membership maybe you're part of it it's pretty popular it's really exciting how much it's grown um and people from all over the world and every month i host two ceremonies slash rituals if you can't come live, you get the replay, you get the guide, which has like all the info about the dates and times on the first of every month. And it's like, we met, I guide in each ceremony, we kind of discuss energetic climate, I give channeled messages, guidance, we go, I guide you through um, a, a channeled meditation slash gentle hypnosis, sound bath and energy healing, we do a ritual and a pick a card, like it's so amazing. And this community is the reason I'm giving this example is because it's strong, like all like minded people, right? it's even if someone just barely resonates with me i've had some people barely resonates with this people like i don't even know what a ceremony is but i really want to like get involved with your work like i really just want to like connect with you in some way i'm always like join divinity like you you can cancel any time you know just email us and it's most people i would say like 95 percent again i'm not giving exact numbers but love it right so it's just a resonance it's like you're drawn to those who are like-minded and i find it's like the most cool, it's the coolest thing, how frequency works like that, how we really are drawn to people, even if it's super subconscious, who we resonate with and who we have like a lot in common with. And that's why I feel like self-work or doing inner work is so powerful because it really does shift your outer reality. Because when you change and you take action on those changes, you align with people who are like that. It's really fascinating. It's like a kind of a, a whole new world. That's kind of some insight on Taurus season. Again, we're also in Mercury retrograde. So during this time, of course, I'm not going to like say the basic things like review, revisit. Um, also, it's a good time to tie loose ends. So get things done that you need to do. For example, I need to get new brake pads on my car. Very vibes. I know, super exciting. It's actually really funny. Like my car is not, is <laughs> still relatively new. But I guess the way that I brake is aggressive or something because I've worn down my brake pads. If you're, I'm not that into cars, but my car man explained to me, my dad explained to me, like, I, it's really cool to see. I literally can see how worn down they are. 
and then putting it off because I have to drop off my car. You know, I have to like arrange for my husband to come pick me up and then I have to be able to go to go drive me again to go get it. Like it's kind of like a little bit of a thing, but things like that, like loose ends, like I have to do it. I need to do it for the, the, the well-being of my car. I've also been meaning to get a car wash. <laughs> like these are like little loose ends. I have to also submit things like just like stuff that you have to do that you might have put off like and that are loose ends is really good to do during mercury retrograde you don't have to like rush yourself to do it but just like make 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 a list maybe of things that you've been me meaning to do oh i also have to yeah i have just a bunch of like like admin slash like housekeeping things i have to do um but also with the new moon in aries and the solar eclipse which i talk a lot about in the previous episode so if you by chance miss that i really recommend listening so you can kind of get a really big picture of what an eclipse is and kind of what you can expect and maybe why some of the changes have occurred in your life or what you might be experiencing like it's a really great episode um but also it's a really great time to take action but on things and ideas you've had before so usually during retrograde you don't really want to take action on a new idea that you just got but if you've had an idea in the back of your mind or something that you've been like meaning to do it's great like for me I have a bunch of like personal examples of ideas I've had or yeah like ideas I've had or things I wanted to do that are like in the back of my mind and now like I'm bringing them to the forefront and taking action on them but they're not new ideas they're ideas that I've had that I just like I'm now kind of revisiting so it's that kind of energy so if you've had like ideas it could be anything it could be literally in any area of your life and you have these ideas of things you want to do, something you want to try, a book you wanted to read, a class you wanted to join, somewhere you wanted to go, a business thing you wanted to do, someone you wanted to work with, like, and that's been in the back of your mind. It's a great time to take action on things that have been in the back of your mind now because this energy of retrogrades so or reviewing things at the past, kind of things that have been in the past. And then with the new moon in Aries, it's like moving um that, that past in the solar eclipse, it's like taking energy on that okie dokie so now i want to dive into the main topic which is basically why is it so difficult for women to get in their feminine energy and in order to understand this it's something i'm so passionate about it's kind of really interesting how my work has unraveled into this it depends on how <coughs> sorry i cough depends how long you followed me um but primarily a lot of my work was basically around like I, the word has gotten so mainstream I know but manifestation so quantum physics using energy understanding energy patterns understanding polarity understanding the subconscious mind how to reprogram it hypnosis most of my work was all around this changing belief so we can change identity and action all this kind of I guess you know all that kind of stuff is fo primarily focused on and a lot of the time I would just work on that to improve people's lives achieve their goals make the changes they wanted and I work with a lot of people and still do on business whether business be wanting to start a business and helping someone begin that process whether it's scaling whether it's growth whether it's strategy marketing basically it's like business coaching but it's more business consulting I feel like that word is more like a line that's kind of like guiding you um, in that path and I'd always combine the two so it's very cool for me because my work's very unique where it's not just I'm just going to give you like the business strategy and that aspect without looking at your beliefs and stuff and I'm not just gonna help you do energy work but then not help you like refine your website and create a strategy and create messaging like it's not enough to only do one side of it in my opinion and as I've had my own layers and layers of feminine awakening and I've been incorporating it so much into my work it's like uncovered a whole new part of my purpose which is really exciting um but essentially helping women reconnect with their feminine is a, lo a lot of the clients I'm attracting at the moment basically a lot of women come to me and they're like I want to connect with my feminine like I want to feel in flow I want to 
like feel aligned I want to like be in that sensual space like why is it so difficult and the reason why it's so difficult is because the feminine it lives in the body so the yin is literally like presence in the body that's why people say feminine embodiment or a lot of esoteric older teachings will say the feminine embodies love so it's not like you're thinking it's not a mental process the masculine or action taking energy in us is in the mind so it's like i it's like your mind is like i for example this morning i was like i'm going to clean the house and then i grab a vacuum and start cleaning i'm not embodying necessarily anything in the moment it was just like a mental decision and a mental like i'm going to take my hands and pick this up if that makes sense but feminine embodiment isn't like that it's not where you can write an action on your to-do list and then with your mind will yourself to do it feminine embodiment is like such a deep presence in the body where like your energy literally emits a message out to the world what and you can feel that because it's whether you're doing consciously or subconsciously you're always sending a message I'm sure you've been out in the world and you've seen someone and their energy is like so closed off (laughs) like uh, or just like you can feel that it's like off-putting or I don't know, whatever it may be, you can feel at that because they're embodying that. They're not trying to stay like in that uh, effort embody it, but obviously they're in their body and they're holding that energy. So it's embodied. So the feminine is about holding a receptive energy in the body, essentially. And why that is very nerve right, why it's difficult for a lot of people, most people, I would say does not, this doesn't come super easily to, it depends obviously on the person. And many factors is because it requires a lot of work with the nervous system because everything in our world is based on like the beliefs that we hold within ourselves right and a lot of these beliefs as you may know are very subconscious so it's not something that you maybe are thinking at the forefront of your mind and what i mean by that is if in your mind you're very action oriented and that's kind of how you've been we're like everything you do has a result everything like every action you take there's a reason why you take it it's like very much result oriented, result driven, very like logical. Why am I doing it? What is the purpose? What's the gain? Kind of, you know, kind of thinking that a lot of type A people will have, then it's very, then to just be does not feel safe because the deeper belief in that is like, when I'm doing, I am safe. When I'm creating, I am safe. When I'm taking action, I am safe. Or you could replace that with successful or like, my life is like flowing in a positive direction but essentially it's like safety right it's like that that is like the a word i guess you could substitute for any of those words is safety is associated with doing in that in that kind of energy and so then if you tell this person like okay let's start just like let's start reconnecting with the yin let's start reconnecting with the receptive space let's start being in flow it literally feels like chaos to the nervous system. I like this quote I saw someone else post. I don't know whose quote it is. It's not mine, but essentially it's like, maybe you could Google it and it would probably, you know, show you whose quote it is. But essentially it's like the nervous system will choose a familiar hell rather than an unfamiliar heaven. So the nervous system will select what it is that feels most familiar. I talk about this a lot. I talked about this in that previous episode. I don't know which one. This is why for people, if they don't do any inner work and they just keep dating, they're going to have similar results most of the time because they're going to pick what feels familiar. So if they are attracting like chaotic or emotionally available or like whatever kind of partners, that feels familiar to their nervous system. So then when they go on a date with like two people, like I don't know, say bill and chad and one of those people is actually a great match for them 
and is like a great person, et cetera, et cetera. But that feels unfamiliar to them because they're not chaotic or not uh, sparking like triggers or trauma or whatever it may be. That person's going to be like, oh, I didn't connect with that individual. And of course, yes, there are, of course, cases where you just genuinely don't connect with someone. But this is very subconscious and happens to a lot of people. And I don't understand why. And then the other person who who is the chaotic one and who is probably not like an ideal match it feels familiar to their nervous system that chaos or that even like even like um precursors of emotional abuse should i say feel so familiar that that it's like it feels like a spark i always say i'd be very cautious when something feels like a very strong spark because connections feel like familiar and easeful when something someone you have a genuine connection like i think about my connection with my best friend or my connection with my husband it feels very genuine and easeful like it feels like a just literally like a genuine resonance like if you were to there's this video kind of i don't know if it went viral but it's on instagram where they hit a tuning fork and they hit and they hit various tuning forks and only when the tuning fork of the same frequency as the one standing is hit okay they have resonance will it vibrate and it's the same thing a genuine connection is resonance, meaning like, oh my gosh, we are on the same wavelength. Like it's, I don't know, I have chills saying that it's like a, it's like a peaceful alignment. That's <laughs> like, it's like two waves gently just coming together. A spark oftentimes is something is being triggered, a desire to heal, usually a wound, an abandonment issue, wound, a validation wound, something, some sort of trauma is being lit up. And that's why you have this like nervous system reaction. Your nervous system with an ideal partner will feel more at ease than ignited. Yes, of course, there are regular layers of nervousness when you meet someone in the beginning or you go on a date, blah, 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 blah. But deeper rooted in all my experience and all the clients I work with and all my knowledge I would really I always ask people to really be honest about the feelings and sensations they have in their body with certain people and what that what that kind of relates to right and so same thing for back to the feminine energy so if you're really used to being in this frequency of go 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 do 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 you have a momentum behind you and now you're trying to so like you're like very much on one side of the pendulum and why and even to those people who everyone's drawn to feminine work in my opinion to a degree some people are like oh my gosh i'm really resonant with this some people are just like kind of medium some people are like i just don't want to feel burnt out some people are like oh i want to have magnetism whatever like the degree you are if you're a woman it's very important because it's your natural essence and it, like not nourishing your natural part of your natural essence is going to like lead to a lot of negative consequences. It's going to lead to hormonal imbalance, burnout, frustration, literally like aging quicker because there's more stress, more cortisol. Like I, you don't, you don't have to be, you know, be putting yoni eggs and chanting, chanting mantras and steaming and doing all this like, you know, and dancing sensually that doesn't have to be your path but a connection with your feminine is so important because essentially within us that's what creates magnetism if you think of have you ever, i know what these are called but like desk ball <laughs> desk balls i know they're not called desk balls but do you know it's like essentially on a desk you like pick up one ball from the left side and then you let it go and it clacks like a pendulum and it'll hit the other ball on the other side if you take two and you let it go it'll hit two on the other side i should really get one for my desk it's a really powerful 
symbol of energy. It's actually, if you want to really go deep, I always recommend this book. It's a very dense read. It's not a very uh, light read, but I actually really called to reread it. Um, it's called Reality Transurfing by, I think it was like, it's a Russian guy, Vladimir or something, but they have it in English. I read it in English. Uh, I probably should practice my reading in Russian, but I'd, it's kind of, it'd be a little bit more difficult. I haven't read in Russian in a while. I mean, my parents will text me in Russian for like practice, but anyway, um, it's, it talks about how energy needs balance. So if you're all in action, it's like you're, it's like you're holding the pendulum and you're just like, you're, you're holding it and not letting it go. Do you know what I'm saying? You need to have room to receive, which is what allows the energy to flow. Most people have this issue of actually like over intending or over manifesting, should I say, which you're probably like, huh? And what I mean by that, it's like you've taken so much action. You've pulled those balls up so high and you're holding them and you feel like, why is nothing happening? So you lift, if you think of that desk, the desk pendulum, you're holding the balls even higher and even higher. And you're taking more action and putting more intentions. But what what's really needing to happen is that release, that allowing. This could also happen in the reverse, um, where like you're taking, someone's taking no action is like, so in their family where they're really not embodying any of their masculine and then we need to begin to like create structure and take action and some of my clients have that as well but I find that more often than not it's the first not the latter it's actually the first case and so we need to start creating room it's like it's the issue is not in not taking enough action it's actually creating enough room in your life for all the action you've taken to finally flow. It's like going to a restaurant and placing 5,000 orders. And then it's like now you have to wait for all those orders to come out because you didn't give any time for the waiter to go back and place your order. It's like they came to your table and you gave them an order and they're like, start walking back. And then you call their name again. And then you're like, actually, I'll have this too. And then they start walking towards the kitchen. You're like, wait, 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 wait. I actually have the potato wedges. And then they finally start walking back. And you're like, no, 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 wait, wait, I'm going to have the broccoli too. It's like you keep doing that or that, that waiter didn't even have time to go put the order fully in so that you could receive it and like I was saying this takes work with the nervous system and reprogramming so this is what kind of like the work that I'm passionate about and it's multi-layered I mean there's a lot of just understanding like history understanding your own personal kind of dynamics again this is why I, I was trying to give like general tips of course but certain things are so case by case um it's basically like kind of finding us trying to see where that energetic balance is in, in your at your life in the moment like how much where where are we standing on that kind of pendulum are we holding are we stagnant like where where are we so we can kind of see what needs to be fixed i don't use our fixed i guess improved or harmonized shall we say then i think the deepest work is um beliefs so getting into the subconscious so like with a lot of my one-to-one clients we do hypnosis which hypnosis kind of sounds scary it's not scary it's just like you get into a deep meditative state so we can access the the we can access the subconscious we said to create new suggestions and i always will in the session we'll do the all channel it live and then i always give my clients for example a recording so they can listen to it either when they wake up or preferably when they go to bed this helps support changes as well as various like somatic practices breathing different meditations visualizations just to get back into the body because this isn't you can't think your way into ease you just like can't yes sometimes you can like think more uplifting thoughts and that can obviously give you a better response but essentially it's like something in the body right if you're stressed and you actually meditate you get back in the body or you do some sort of movement you did something on the body 
to make the change. And so this is like the biggest thing I've continuously seen. And for me, whenever I see like a pattern, I always want to create something to kind of address that pattern, I guess. And so this kind of, it's like an art, basically what recently, actually just yesterday, I just launched a new masterclass that I'll be running on May 4th. It's just a one-time masterclass. It's an hour and a half. It's called The Art of Receiving. It's been inspired by all the work over the past few months and even maybe a year, if not more, around this where I keep seeing this the biggest block is embodying that receiving energy and really knowing like how to get back in the body like guiding my clients through these different visualizations to ground their energy reconnect with their all their feminine centers with their heart their yoni their womb all these like spaces to then you know do work on the subconscious to shift the energy in their aura to begin to like sense also themselves where what energy they're in and where they need to go to kind of get back into their own equilibrium or like magnetic point essentially in their lives right what do I need to be do I need to shift my energy into receiving more do I need to create more space or do I do I maybe today need to take more action and move forward more and beginning kind of to feel in your body where you are it's like this is kind of it's like and, and again I feel like the most my favorite things to talk about are the most in a way like I don't say complicated to explain but it's it's kind of a deeper topic like you kind of have to like okay so this is people are over manifesting essentially I'm addressing the issue of you feel like you're intending intending taking 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 action but it's like it's like it's backed up it's like the orders are backed up and you need to create that room in your life but creating the room requires feeling safe to be in receiving mode, feel safe to be in allowing mode. And how I know this is I experienced this firsthand because I was always the same as I was a very type A, do, 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 achieve, achieve, achieve kind of person. And so for me, when I was began on my feminine journey, it was very difficult for me to like be in receiving because I didn't feel safe. I would, you know, try to like rest or more go with the flow or be more allowing. And it would make me feel anxious. I felt like I should be doing something. Well, am I wasting my time? If I'm not doing something, everything's going to fall apart. If I'm relaxing, like it felt very difficult to connect genuinely with that aspect of myself and to let like a new paradigm of life be born where like you can move through your life with ease. You know, of course there's, there's life events. So it's, but in general, generally speaking, right, you can live and thrive from your feminine. And that was such a difficult belief for me to shift. I thought that like, sure, you can embody your feminine, you can do self-care, but primarily you should be in action and primarily you should be like in doing and primarily you should be in your masculine. But it was a really big shift to, and I saw that it was possible. I knew that it was possible in others to be able to live from your feminine and actually be equally, if not more successful and to live from that space. And that was like the a really big journey for me. And that's why I know that it's not something that is an instant shift, that it really is like, you know, a path and a continuous process to reprogram yourself, to be able to live from ease being like, I don't always have to be on. I don't always have to be stressed. I don't always have to be doing, doing, doing. Like I can literally live my life and do even the same things. This is what the difference. It's like, you could, I can have the exact same tasks to do in a day and even a busy day. And I can move from it from a kind of anxious, masculine, go, go, go energy, or I can move from like a pleasure embodied space. And that really is the work. And so that's like I said, what I said, what inspires anytime I host a masterclass, it's often inspired by a theme that I see either continuously or a very powerful message that I feel like I need to share. Um, like my last masterclass, I know many of you took, it was called, and it's still available now as like a instant access, a structure for success. I kept seeing the same flaws. I'm just gonna say flaws, but mis like, I guess, gaps for people when they're structuring their existing business or future business. And it could be anything, whether it, whether it's 
spiritual related or I mean anything like beauty business any any kind of basically business this structure is pretty much you know the, the the messages and themes are pretty much the same the gaps that I saw in people not having correct messaging like or I said not correct structure or not highlighting value so I created that master class same thing now I feel like I really learned that receiving is an art and that's why I called it the art of receiving and I really wanted to hold a space so women could experience a huge shift like live at the actual event that's always my intention with my work I've said that a lot like you come and you actually experience a shift it's not just like I came and I learned although that's beneficial too I like a combination I think it should you should learn as well but then it should essentially also be on top of that it's like it should, you should experience a shift that's what, at least what I like to do and so that's kind of what's going to be inside the art of receiving like I said it's going to be Thursday May 4th from 1 to 2 30 p.m pacific as always, I include a full recording. So if you can't come live, you don't have to worry, you'll get the full recording. And also all the practices that we do inside of it, I'm going to edit so you'll get the full recording, but then I'm going to cut the audio of all the various practices I guide you through and send those to you as well. So you have the individual clips. So if one morning you want to do one energy practice, one morning you want to do the visualization, one morning you want to do the feminine embodiment, like you will be able to go, you'll be able to have all these like tools. Essentially, not only will you gain a whole variety of knowledge inside the masterclass and be guided through everything but then you'll also be able to keep these tools that you can continuously use that's my intention I'm really really excited for it uh if you've been resonating with my feminine work and just wanting to dive deeper that's something I really suggest also I've gotten a lot of dms recently about what course I recommend because I have two feminine courses out one is called feminine and nourished and one is called the feminine awaken and so I kind of can give you the, the difference between them is the feminine awaken is a really about like really reshifting you back into living from your feminine like like that initial shift of like honoring your pleasure feeling safe in play like like reclaiming your life as a feminine woman essentially and experiencing that shift in your body experiencing that openness and basically like feeling that like, like literally re it's kind of fun, funny to call this but it's true like literally awakening like that part of you like that might have been like asleep like re-sparking that feminine part of yourself bringing it to the forefront highlighting it illuminating it that's that course feminine and nourish is very somatic based so inside i'm guiding you always through various practices so for example there's a somatic practice slash guided meditation for every part of your cycle so for your luteal, your menstrual, your follicular, your ovulatory, I, there's you're guided through how to move your energy, how to best activate yourself during that time, as well as we go really deep into cycle thinking, very deep into each archetype, each phase, what you can expect, do's and don'ts, and kind of how to work energetically, not just like general things like oh do this workout or don't do this workout or rest more or take more action of course those things but even deeper like how to work with the energy um not just like the eat more seeds like these seeds during this time it's less about like just surface level stuff like that even though I love that too but really how to work with the energy of every part of your cycle so if I was going to say they're kind of they're complementary right like I don't I wouldn't say that you have to take one first or the other first I think ideally both <laughs> genuinely but if you had to take one it's really about what you're wanting at the moment if you're feeling like I want to spark that version of myself then the feminine awaken and if you feel like you're wanting to like connect with more of the cyclical nature and really do a lot of somatic practices then feminine and nourish they are different um 
And they're, like I said, they're very complimentary in my opinion. And they're kind of like, obviously, I feel like it's an evolution. I feel like because obviously I released Feminine Awaken first and then Feminine Nourish, like they do build on each other. But I wouldn't say that, that they're like, they're they're like connected, but not you could really go for either one. And I feel like it would be beneficial. Um, like I've had a lot of people who've never done feminine work go into both and really enjoy their experiences and really have transformative experiences in that. So I just wanted to answer that because I get that question a lot. So like, what's the difference between these two? Which I get, like if I was, you know, a potential, if I was going to take someone else's course and they had two courses on the same, on the topic, I'd also be curious. So I'd really just trust which one you resonate with. You can read the descriptions on them, but that's just kind of the general vibe. So yes, that's kind of, oh my gosh, it's one, one, one as I'm finishing recording this. I'm really excited that I was able to come on today happy monday these are like released every monday from now on um probably like later in the day monday sometimes i'll try to schedule them for earlier it depends on my recording kind of schedule actually i plan to like record at least two a week so i could kind of always have the one for the next week in case i'm out or whatever i'm doing something a day that i have it ready um i, th- I think most people record podcasts pre you know pre-record to a degree um, but yes, this one is today here with you guys. So yes, I would love to connect with you soon. I hope you found this episode valuable. If you did, if you're still listening, I always love when you guys screenshot and tag me on Instagram for listening to the podcast. I'd be so happy to repost you guys. I love seeing, I always say this, like some people are like, I'm at the beach with my dog or I'm cleaning or I'm driving or I'm cooking. So definitely tag me if you're still listening. I would be so happy to a, connect with you and just, I love seeing who's listening, repost your, repost your story as well also if you ever have a free minute and you could give me a rating on whatever platform you're listening it really really helps me out so i hope you enjoy the value inside here and if you could just give me a bit of value by um rating the podcast it's super super helpful um just allowing it to grow and evolve and everything like that and so also this sunday i it was supposed to be last sunday but we moved it erotic drip is my sensual movement slash energy work class it's just an hour it's very much feminine sensuality embodiment vibes you can read all about it it's going to be in the keynote it's also in my instagram bio um that's going to be sunday april 30th so 5 to 6 p.m pacific as always full replay included so that's just another upcoming event that's this week i was like to mention kind of what's arriving this week what you can expect Thank you so much for tuning in. It was such a pleasure to be with you here today. I hope you enjoyed and took away some goodies and are inspired to take some action or just to receive a little bit deeper. Thank you again. And I will see you guys next week on Unlimited Abundance. Anything I mentioned, I always put in the keynotes, by the way. I there's a lot, I know there's a lot of links, but if you were interested in anything I spoke about or wanted to dive deeper or connect with me or just DM me any questions, um, I'm so happy to hear from you. You just check out, you can always message me on Instagram DMs or even email me. Uh, and I'll be happy to do my best to get back to you. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I will see you guys next week on the episode, the newest episode of Unlimited Abundance or the next episode of Unlimited abundance.